Hey everybody, welcome back to the CBM Effect. I hope you're all well and having a great weekend. Uh, you are here with myself, Liam. And today I want to touch on a topic that I feel isn't explored enough, which is a fixed mindset. Today is going to be all about fixing your poor mindset when it comes to your fitness journey. Uh, I can't tell you how many times this last week I've went to sit down and do this, but it's just been the most hectic week since I've caught up with you last. I have moved flat. I am still on my diet. I had a photo shoot across the week there, so lots of trial and error for there. Um, I'm working up my own gym, so we've had a big delivery of kit coming in. It's just all happening at once, isn't it? You never you never catch that break where things come along smoothly, do you? It's always everything or nothing, so I can only apologize that it's taken a little minute longer than I wanted to, to get this done. Every single day this week I had it written down in my notes, right, we're gonna get it done. And obviously, when you're on a diet, like, they, to be able to sit down and talk to a microphone for 20 to 30 minutes, that, that's neurally taxing. So getting the right time of day is tough, but we're here now, yeah? So as I say, today, fixed mindset. People really seem to struggle with this in a fitness journey and that it has to be everything or nothing. You have to get it all right or there's no point. How many times have you seen or heard, or perhaps even yourself, you went to try something, not quite got it right, and you're like, nah, this isn't for me, or I'm gonna just stop now, I quit, I'll go again. It's, it's the only thing that it happens with. Like, let's say you're planning a journey from the north of Scotland to the bottom of England, and you account for it taking 10 hours. Along the way, you're gonna have things like toilet stops, you're gonna have traffic jams, perhaps you need to stop in and get food. And perhaps it was meant to take 10 hours, but it takes 13 or 14. You don't turn back around halfway, you don't, you don't go back. And it's that same principle with fitness. We ride out the waves. When obstacles and challenges arise, which they will, we need to be able to overcome them. It's not about what the challenge is, it's not about what it does to us, it's about how quickly can we get back on top of things. And that kind of goes with this whole lockdown situation, which is gladly coming to an end, hopefully. So, we're gonna have two camps of people within this lockdown. We're gonna have people that have done really well with their progress, and we're gonna have people that wish they'd done better. And we're gonna have people that in that second camp, they're beating themselves up and they're like, I wish I could have done more, I wish I this, I wish that. Hindsight is a bitch, I'll be the first to say it. But at the same time, we need to stop and realize that whatever is done is done. And nothing that we say, do, think, feel, or anything will change that. All that will happen in that scenario is that we will waste negative energy on something that's already been. When we waste negative energy on something that's already been, that is gonna have a profound effect. I like to call this the snowball effect, and it goes both ways. We focus negative energy on something we can't control, our mood is gonna go down, our energy levels are gonna go down, our fatigue is gonna go up, our cravings are gonna go up because we're stressed, motivation is going to dip, your relationship with others around you is going to fall, and it's gonna overall just put you in a very bad headspace, which is gonna make it even harder to kickstart and get back to normality in the first place. Whereas when we focus on the things that we can control, so let's take it like, we can focus on how many steps we go on a day. We can focus on the ingredients we buy into our house. We can focus on exercise, on eating the correct kinds of foods. 
when we focus on that, we feel more productive. We feel like we're getting shit done. When we feel like we're getting shit done, we feel more motivated. And with that comes the positive snowball effect because our energy levels will rise, our mood will increase, our relationship with others around us will get better, and it will have that overall positive snowball effect. And it's an amazingly quick turnaround. Like I can't tell you how many times I've started someone up with coaching and within two or three days they're like, oh my God, Liam, I feel so great so quickly. It's incredible. And it does. Like The second that we take control of our actions and that we take ownership in what we do, the sooner we're going to turn around and have such a massive difference. And that's what's so important coming into this post-lockdown period is that we now need to focus on the future and we need to focus on what we can control that's positive going forward rather than dwelling on what's already been. Because as I say, we just cannot change that. We take a scenario, a week, a circumstance, and we can apply it in two contexts. It can either be a progressive context or a learning context. There's no good and bad. There's, let's call it, let's take it a week. Let's say you have a week. This is how I run things with my clients. It's, you have a great week. You review and you reflect, and it's been a great week. That's good. We've progressed. We've learned, and we've taken things forward a step. Or we've learned. There's, yeah, maybe things didn't go the way we wanted it to, but we have learned what and why. So we can stop and we can think, right, things didn't go the way I wanted it to. Why? Who did I spend my time with? What activities did I do? How much exercise did I get done? Did I plan my week out or did I just sporadically wing it day to day? And these are the kind of factors that's gonna make the difference in your success because I can guarantee you, mindlessly winging each day to day will get you nowhere fast and it sure as hell won't keep you where you want to go. I have an important part of my check-in process where it's three positives for the week and three improvements and we talk about what's happening next week. And that review and reflection is so important because it goes from making you just follow blindly like a robot hoping for the best to actually stopping and thinking about your actions, thinking about what have I done well? Who did I spend my time with? What actions did I do? How planned was I? How can I replicate that for this coming week and make sure that it happens again? So we can take the good weeks, the progressive weeks and review, reflect and try and come up with a plan of action as to how we can replicate that to the best of our ability. Or we can take the, the learning week, we can again review and reflect and be like, okay, how can we try and avoid that happening again? Because things like your environment, your tasks, the people you surround yourself with, your support network, all these things are so important. And it's not many things you'll see on Instagram. Too many people talking about their calorie deficit and feel the burn workouts. If you're not focusing on mindfulness, on support network, on community, you're going nowhere fast. Once we review and we reflect, it really is a case of implementing going forward because it's all good and well to think, but what do we do? So we stop, we think, and we implement. We change what we need to, or we we continue to provide the things that need to happen, making sure it goes into our next week. And that in itself, if you're not already practicing, can make such a massive, profound effect to your life. So. That in itself is one major thing I want you to focus on going forward post-lockdown is review and reflection of your week with implementation into the following week. Really actually stop and think about what you're doing.
And then that brings me to the next point when it comes to mindset, this all or nothing approach. Because there is one thing, I answered this on my Instagram story the other day actually, and if there's one thing I can guarantee you, this journey isn't an hour car journey. It's not a quick trip to the shops. You're, you're in this for a long time. There's always gonna be goals to hit, and there is always going to be obstacles and challenges that come along the way. And you are never, ever gonna be in a position where you always get it right. So straight away, getting out of that mindset that if I don't get this right, I'm not doing it to, okay, I know there's gonna be challenges and I'm gonna handle them to the best of my ability. And potentially if I get it wrong, then yeah, I might soak a little bit, but I'm gonna get back on top of it because the end goal, the big picture is more important to me. And removing that can allow us a lot more balance as well. I spoke about the two camps of people um, in this lockdown, the successful ones and the ones that have not done as much. And the last thing I would want is the people who have achieved success in this lockdown because they've really been able to knuckle down is to go into a post-lockdown world where normality resumes, where there can be a social life, but they're too worried about their progress to be able to have that because they need to stay on the ball. And it's understanding that balance word, knowing that you can go out for dinner, you can have a social occasion, and still make progress. Like it is not a case of if you don't get it 100% right, you'll not see any progress. It is all about just spending time on the plan consistently to the best of your ability. I use the 80-20 rule quite a lot, where if, if you can get 80% of your week right in terms of nutrition, in terms of output, then that other 20% gives you that freedom where you can do as you please, where you can eat as you please. And that takes the mindset from fixed, rigid diet to this is my life now, this is what I do, this is who I am. And you continue to build upon these habits and put these practices into effect. And then one day you look back and you're like, how did I ever not live like this? You know what I mean? Like we need to be finding a plan, we need to be finding circumstances that complement your life, not complicate it. I am all about fitting a plan to the individual, not an individual to the plan. And we need to take things like our needs, wants and lifestyle into consideration when making a plan. If you love a night out at the weekend, we can't just say you never have a night out again. Like you should be able to have a body that you're proud of and a social life, not just one or the other. I was saying it to my guys the other day on my team. I am a prime example right now of I have a body but not a life. I am restriction 101 and it fucking sucks. And I wouldn't wish that for anybody unless they've got a real deep reason why. This is a temporary fix for me, but you shouldn't have a life where you feel like it's one or the other. You should be able to have both. So understanding that it doesn't have to be all or nothing, that you can eat a little bit of food that you technically shouldn't. People go into this cycle where they may they may overeat a little bit and the, 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 this word binge, which I really detest because it has such negative connotations, but you overeat a little bit and it's the end of the world. And we go into this cycle then where we need to further over restrict our calories or overcompensate with extra exercise, which just creates a really negative relationship with both. Whereas if we can just take ownership of our decisions, accept that we've not killed anybody. <laughs> we've just ate a little bit more than what we had originally planned to. And there's ways and means we can fix that. Things like, right, okay, we'll just spread out our calories a little bit thinner across the week because one good day and one bad day will not make your week. You need to remember this when changing your mindset. Big picture week, seven days across the week is more important than one good day or one bad day. And if you can average it all out, you're gonna be winning. And that in itself, when something bad happens, you just need to move on. Like, I go back to that negative snowball effect. If you stay concentrated on what, you're, what you've done, 
you can't change that. And what happens, as we spoke about, your mood goes down, your energy goes down, your motivation goes down, you sulk, you might find yourself snapping at your family, friends, loved ones, colleagues, and it just, it can make for a really toxic mindset, a really toxic environment for yourself. And that's not the key to success. That's that's the kind of thing we want to stay away from. Um, a really prime example would be last weekend. So think about it like this. We've been in lockdown now since, what, Christmas time. And other than New Year, where people might have went out a little bit, we've not really had an opportunity to not go off the rails per se, but to have that social environment. And we've had that this weekend past with Easter. It was great weather, there was chocolate, and the amount of clients I had checking in was like, oh my God, I fucked it, Easter, I've ate far too much, I feel terrible. And it's like, why? <laughs> like Easter comes around once a year, it's a social occasion. It's You're allowed to celebrate these things with your loved ones, with your family. That is the importance of planning your week ahead. There is no reason why you couldn't have scaled back calories all week, enjoyed Easter guilt-free, had a plan of attack to get back on it the next day, and then resumed your plan like normal. Like, it's not like this comes around every single week. As much as Easter really is just, it's, it's alcohol at New Year to chocolate at Easter, it's just an excuse, but at the same time, it is very much a normal thing in our society, and we should be able to eat it. So that's a really important thing. So I said to all my team is like, you've not done anything wrong. You've maybe just overate a little bit. And some people potentially aren't used to this. Like it's a fixed mindset of like, they've got it wrong and they need to fix that. And it's understanding this along your journey. You're not only trying to change the way you look, but you're also trying to change the way you think, the way you act, the way you behave, the way you speak and treat to yourself. And that does not happen overnight. That is something that's a lot harder to justify and to measure. Whereas with physical progress, we can see the scales, we can see how clothes fit, we can see how we're looking in the mirror, but we don't ever really stop and think about our mentality, about our progress along the way. I've actually created an upscale audit for people starting on my team so they can measure this mental progress a little bit more. But take this for example. So say you had Easter last weekend and you went over plan a little bit and that was you, it set you off in a massive overeating spell for a few days and that's the norm for you. Now think about it like this, what if that was the norm every single week? It happened three or four times per week without fail and no matter what you did, you got triggered and you couldn't stop. But then three months down the line, it's only happening once or twice a month. And then six months down the line, it's only happening once every few weeks. That in itself is progress. If the frequency at which these behaviours occur are becoming less and less. And that's the things that we don't realise. So rather than dwell and be like, oh my god, I've, I've binged again. Actually stop and reflect and be like, okay... Yeah, I did it. I'm beginning to become more aware of what my triggers are. I'm beginning to become more aware of how I think prior to these. And I'm beginning to understand that it's okay and that no one died. I can get back on track. A few good days will fix it. And just actually thinking about the frequency of how often that this happens can really make a difference knowing that, yeah, okay, it still happened. Because these, these sort of demons, these way we act, there's no guarantee they're ever, ever going away. Especially in the short, when we really focus on it, it's like a cut on your on your hand or your leg, for example. The more you focus on it, the more it's there. And then one day you look down, because you've not thought about it for ages, and it's just not there anymore, and you're like, oh, where did that go? And that would be the same principle. You could look back in, say, two years' time, and someone could ask you, how's the binging going? And you've not thought about it, and you're like, oh, you know what? I've not, I've not binged for a long, long time, actually. 
And it's not overnight changes, and that's why people need to stop looking at things like this quick fixes. It's not magically going to get better overnight. It is still going to happen, but we just need to really concentrate on looking at the positives, not dwelling on something that's now already happened and that will just add to that negative snowball effect. And I really think that's such an important lesson. And if that's something that we can carry forward going post lockdown, especially as we approach summer, because we know that restaurants are going to open, pubs are going to open, there's going to be social pressure, there's going to be peer pressure, and you should be able to have a life post lockdown. You should be able to know that you can have a life, make progress and enjoy yourself. It shouldn't be a case of, okay, I can make progress and not have a life or I can have a social life and I might as well quit the gym for a few months to do that. Like, no, we do not want to create a negative relationship around social life, exercise, nutrition. They should all complement each other. It goes back to what I said, complement, not complicate your life. And the more pressure we put on ourselves to get it right, the harder it's going to be. So removing that pressure, accepting and embracing your choices and your decisions will make such a big difference. And I always say this as well. It can be, this isn't a race, this isn't a 100 meter sprint. We're not trying to beat Usain Bolt in a 100 meters. We're trying to take actionable, positive steps to be always becoming the best version of ourselves, towards becoming healthier, fitter, stronger, happier, more confident. And this doesn't happen overnight. And it's also important to remove expectations. Oh, um, Sally around the block lost three stone in 10 weeks, cool. Well, what if her circumstances are different? What if she had more time? What if she wasn't moving as much? What if she invested in X, Y, or Z to get her there and you're not in a position to do that? Understanding that you can go at your own pace and that is okay. It doesn't have to be a sprint. And you know what? If you need to go forward just a half step at a time, then that's fine. Because let's say your initial timeline was three months to hit your goal and perhaps it's harder than you realize and there's more setbacks and it is a learning curve as I say and you are going to get things wrong and there might be and especially in the beginning stages things where you do beat yourself up and it does take you a few days to get back onto it but say eight nine months down the line when you achieve your goal or your initial goal anyway and you're happy and you're confident and you feel a lot better within yourself you're not going to be sitting dwelling thinking oh but if I just done it that little bit quicker no you're going to be thinking about how much better you feel and you're gonna be proud of yourself, the fact that you got there, that you didn't give up. Because right now we do, we live in a society where people are like, oh, fuck it, I'll start again on Monday. Or, ah, it's just not for me, I don't know if I can do it. People overcomplicate these things and it doesn't have to be that hard. It's just breaking it down, focusing on the positives, implementation of your review and reflection of the week, and just not letting the negatives get you down. Um, one thing that I find really does help me when it comes to focusing on the positives and allowing me to actually feel more productive would be setting daily tasks, setting non-negotiables so you have like a sort of standard to hold yourself to. Um, we'll tackle non-negotiables first. So non-negotiables can be things that are literally as simple as I'm going to make my bed in the morning when I get up rather than leaving it lying or I'm going to have a glass of water when I First thing I do when I wake up, I'm gonna have a glass of water to make sure I, I rehydrate myself. Um, I'm gonna make sure I take at least 20 minutes of outdoors time each day to get a step count. I will, as a minimum, work out twice a week. And it can be as small as that. Um, I, I will meal prep twice a week for a few days in advance. 
just thinking within yourself, what is realistic? And again, going back to realistic expectations because it has to be. We cannot put too much emphasis on achieving things that are not realistic. We cannot go all in, set ourselves at a pace where motivation is really high that we can maintain for a few weeks and then something comes up and we can't. I always say, set your minimum baseline and build from there rather than trying to chase an unrealistic approach that you just cannot maintain the second something comes up because that motivation is always going to be there when you first start. It's never staying. Motivation, I can tell you two things about it. It will come and it will go and it will come back again. But this is where we spend time building habits so that we don't need to rely on motivation. We just know what needs done to get us where we want to be and we ingrain it in our brain so it becomes second nature, that kind of thing. So setting non-negotiables that are realistic can be really good. Another thing that I really like is setting daily tasks for to just increase your productivity. So for me, that can be things like, um, even things like just do a workout today. Um, I, I just use notes on my phone. You can use pen and paper, you can have an app. It doesn't really matter what you use. But being able to score that out or take it off is a great feeling because you know you're getting shit done. It can be things like go to the shops. It can be things like make this phone call. Just things that you might put off at other times because we know that the less in control of our actions we are, the more we just kind of go winging it day to day, the more likely we are to procrastinate and put things off. It's the same thing when it comes to exercise. Like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm going to work out on this Thursday coming. But then Thursday's a little bit busy and you put it off and then it's nighttime. And then you have your dinner and then you're really quite tired and you're like, mm, you know what, I'll just do it tomorrow, I'll just do it tomorrow. And that same thing can happen with a lot of different avenues. So actually planning in your daily tasks, things that you set a time and set a place to do it and being able to write it off, I cannot describe to you how good that feels. Just be able to tick that off knowing that it's done. And the things that, that, that will do to your productivity and your motivation, honestly, it goes a long, a long, long way. So that's another great big thing there is just setting those uh, those daily tasks. But I also mentioned there, we're going to wrap this up soon, um, about planning your week when it comes to exercise and whatnot. But I think it's really important when you're planning out your week ahead, not only to plan out when you're going to do something, like day-wise, but what time. For example, you can procrastinate and put things off and say, I'll do it tomorrow. One thing I encourage all my team to do, especially when it comes to workouts, is slot in a time as well of each day. And for you to do that, that requires review, reflection of your week. Right, what days am I free this week? What days are gonna be busy? When is my free time? Where is my energy levels highest within that time? So you're no longer not only designating a day to do things, but you designate a time. And then that way you know what's getting done. And then that can put you in a really good headspace. And it is all about just being as in control of your actions as possible. From a psych psychological standpoint, humans love autonomy, which is just to be in control of your actions. The more in control you feel you are, the more you're going to thrive. So there's a fair bit to take away from today's podcast. I hope that you've taken some value in this. Um, just as a quick summary, we need to think about things like focusing on what we can control, not dwelling on what's already been a learning or a progressive week? How can we review, reflect and implement the conditions to make our week another progressive or to stop it from being another learning week? Remembering the snowball effect. Remembering that we need to find a plan that complements, not complicates our life. We need to find the balance in our life so we're not all or nothing. And then just at the end of the day, remember this is your journey. Yeah, it'll be nice to, for other people to notice it, but at the end of the day, you're deep down doing this for you. 
or for your family or something. You'll have a deep root. Why? Knowing that will keep you pushing forward and just remembering that it's not a race. You can go at your own pace. So as I say, I hope this has been of great value to today. Um, I'm going to be a bit more consistent now with these going forward. If you enjoyed it, I'd love to hear about it. I'd love for you to tag me in your stories on Instagram just to get a bit more exposure. That is Liam underscore McCaddy underscore CBM. And yeah, if you enjoyed it, please do let me know. I love feedback. I love constructive feedback. Anything you feel could be better, anything you enjoyed, any topics you want to see coming up, please do let me know. I'm going to get a few of these out before I start rolling on the guests. I want to build the content, but we'll be having some guests come from maybe May, June time. So Thank you all for tuning in. I hope you're having a great weekend and I'll catch up with you soon. Cheers.